recorded in the Heweldar Health Board area, according to yesterday's figures. Once again, the Public Health Wales statistics showed zero cases in Ceredigion. However, there were nine new cases in Carmarthenshire and two in Pembrokeshire. Across Wales, 217 new cases had been confirmed and 10 new suspected COVID-19 deaths were also reported. The total number of cases in Wales is now 206,405 with 5,452 deaths. The total number of cases across the three counties is now 15,617. That is 10,553 in Carmarthenshire, 3,330 in Pembrokeshire and 1,734 in Ceredigion. Dr Robin Howe, Incident Director for the COVID-19 Outbreak Response at Public Health Wales, has said that the Welsh Government had announced a plan for a phased approach to easing lockdowns, starting with moving to a stay-local requirement. Four people from two households can now meet outdoors and outdoor sports facilities can open. Indoor care home visits by one designated visitor for each resident can now restart. Access to visits will depend on the circumstances of the visits and individual care homes will be able to provide information on how these visits can be facilitated. From today, all primary school pupils and students in year 11 and 13 will return to school and schools also have the flexibility to bring back years 10 and 12. In addition, hairdressers and barbers can open from today for haircuts by appointment only. The weekly incidence of COVID-19 infections is now below 50 cases per 100,000 of the population in more than half of the local authorities in Wales, with the overall rate at 41.4 cases per 100,000. This does vary between local authority areas and therefore we remind the public that level 4 restrictions are still in place. You should stay at home, work from home if you can, wear a face covering where required, wash your hands regularly and stay two metres away from anyone you do not live with. Coronavirus cases by variant in Wales are reported to the UK government website. The dominant strain in Wales is the Kent variant and there is currently no evidence of widespread community transmission of other variants of concern in Wales. Public Health Wales are also reminding people to make sure that your children understand the importance of washing their hands regularly Regularly. Restrictions on UK and international travel remain in place. More information on current travel guidance is available on the Welsh Government website. And lastly, if you or a member of your household develop a cough, fever or change in sense of taste or smell, you must self-isolate immediately and book a free coronavirus test, either by calling 119 or by visiting gov.wales. I am Charlie James and you're up to date on Pure West Radio. Unlike some other stations... We broadcast from Pembrokeshire to Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio. Oh my God, oh my God, this feeling's just begun. I'm saying things I've never said, doing things I've never done. Oh my God, oh my God, when I see you I shoot it right. But I'm frozen in motion and my head tells me to stop, tells me to stop. Feel things, feel things I feel about us. Try to fight it but it's never enough. I'm frozen in motion And my head tells me to stop But my heart goes
Monday evening and it's Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to the show with G&G Builders and there's so much coming up between now and nine. You can join us live on Facebook after eight as we reflect on a win for Haverford West County against the New Saints and Wales getting closer to the Grand Slam. Once again, a very good evening and welcome to the show. What an exciting Monday night this is. We're going to be looking back on the fantastic win for Haverford West County and we'll do that in a few moments time we'll hear from the Haverford West manager Wayne Jones and of course plenty to come with Gordon, Bill and Fraser live on the Facebook page after 8 o'clock and actually Gordon Thomas has joined me right now to reflect on Wales getting ever closer to what at the start of the tournament would have been described as a very unlikely Grand Slam. But it is on and results continue to fall their way. Could it happen? Hi, Gordon. How are you? Hi, Ben. I'm very good, mate. It's been an enjoyable weekend of rugby, yeah? Well, it was. And I tell you what, Wales actually gave a pretty convincing performance, didn't they, in Italy? Uh, they had to go there and win. We all thought they would. But I thought the manner of that win was, was quite telling in the end. What did you think? Uh, we've all been discussing how uh, PVAC was rather negative in the autumn, but um, these few wins have really helped Wales uh, press on in the Six Nations. Uh, they're sniffing a grand slam. And I have to agree with you, Ben, with the bit of sunshine in Rome, mm. Wales really threw the ball around and they look really confident. Uh, and I'm quietly confident they can go to France and maybe win the grand slam. 
I, I thought what was really impressive that the manner of the victory, scoring seven tries, winning 48-7. And I thought George North and and, and Reese Samet in particular looked good. And, and that will have France a bit worried, Gordon. Yeah, the, the, the forwards went really well. Let's, let's pay tribute to Ken Owens as well, who grabbed two tries at Hooker, British Lion. Alan Wynne-Jones was at the four in the pack. Uh, I thought Josh Navidi had an excellent game in the back row along, alongside Tipperick and Faletau. Um Gareth Davis gave a decent service to Dan Bigger, who controlled matters uh, behind. And as you correctly said, George North looked on fire. And both wingers, Josh Adams mm. and uh, Rhys Stamith, were on fire. Mm. And uh, Le- Liam Williams had a bit of an armchair ride, ride at fullback, to be fair. But yeah, we looked at very dangerous with the ball in hand, which was great to see. Yes, Italy have had a very difficult time, but I will um, pay tribute to uh, Stephen Varney from Pembroke as well. He, yeah. he, he did his bit. He played really tidy as well. So, um, yeah, it was a really exciting performance from Wales and I think France will uh, have to do their homework now uh, because having lost against England as well, very, very close game. It's a game that France will feel they should have won and brought on a, a grand slam uh, decided against Wales. But Wales really do look confident. It's incredible the turnaround from six six months ago. It ben, truly incredible. is. And we'll talk more about this after eight o'clock with, with uh, Fraser and Bill as well. Just on that England-France game, Eddie Jones saying he doesn't know why England can't play like that more often. Uh, no doubt England did Wales a favour, uh, Gordon, in, in that game. It was, it was a thrilling finish, wasn't it? It was a thrilling finish. I mean, it went down to the wire and Itoji's uh, last gas try won it for England. But a lot of these games, Ben, have been, you know, there's very fine margins in these uh, top, top end games. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, a bit of ill discipline or, you know, somebody... Uh, losing possession uh it just turns the game dramatically in someone's favor and they got the uh, a valued victory that eddie jones uh, uh, you know was hoping that they would get um Geltier, on the other hand, will be bitterly disappointed that France didn't win at Twickenham because they would have been very, very... They'd still be confident in France. Um, but, you know, it's it's going to go... Wales have something to go for now and they're quietly uh, doing their business and getting bonus points against England, Italy and Scotland have put them in a great position to win the championship, if not the Grand Slam. And I tip France, to be honest mm, with you, you to did. win it, yeah, Ben. yeah. But obviously my heart is now with Wales and I hope they go the whole way. We'll talk more about this after eight o'clock. What an occasion it could be. Of course, in normal circumstances, uh, Wales would be turning Paris a sea of red. Uh, It might go in their favour, the fact there won't be any fans in the stadium, you know, because it might just nullify the French. But what an occasion that could be on Saturday, Gordon. And we will reflect on this more after eight. But you must be looking forward to that. Eight o'clock on Saturday, Wales going for the Grand Slam. Yeah, what a huge game, Ben. You know, we never dreamt us. Let's be fair, when we were talking on previous shows, we were we thought Wales would be second or third from Borham in this tournament. Uh, they've just really rose to the occasion and I'm delighted for Pivik and his staff and, and the, the boys on who've come in and played so well and got the, the right results and put us in a perfect position to try and snatch the Grand Slam on Saturday in France. It's, it's great, isn't it? It's fantastic. I can't wait.
Well, listen, I hope that's whetted the appetite. More of that to come after eight. You can give us your thoughts on Wales from the weekend and what's to come in France as well. Hashtag Pure West Sport. Gordon, we'll speak to you again after eight o'clock this evening on Pure West Sport. I look forward to that, Ben. The Valero Community Update on Pure West Radio keeps you updated with the various projects Valero are supporting in Pembrokeshire, from sports clubs, schools, charities and musicians to members of staff from Valero who volunteer their time. We hear about the latest community projects Valero do to support our community on the last Wednesday of every month at 9.30am and 5.30pm, only on Pure West Radio. If you miss it, catch up on the podcast at purewestradio.com. The Valero Community Update. Castle Hot Tubs are Wales's largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire. Offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Where's the Hot Tub for your chance to win. Castle Hot Tubs, the friendly company. Big enough to cope, small enough to care. Over 5 million homes are at risk of flooding, yet many people don't realise they're in danger. Even if you've never been flooded before, it can happen to you. Protect your family and home. Prepare, act, survive. Prepare a bag including medicines and insurance documents. Act by moving important items upstairs or as high as possible. Survive by listening to emergency services. Search what to do in a flood and sign up to flood warnings on gov.uk. Have you seen the Queen's Hall recently? This fantastic refurbished community space is a multi-purpose venue right in the heart of Narberth. A venue that's enriched in 60 years of history. The Queen's Hall is the perfect place to enjoy an evening of top quality entertainment, a dinner date or just a treat for that special someone. Look no further if you're an organiser looking for the ideal space to hold your function, whether it's a class, conference or staff party. Contact the team at thequeenshall.org UK or visit them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Have it all at the Queen's Hall. This is Pure West Radio. You need time to realise my crime.
to hurt me on pure west radio i'm ben stone it's pure west sport with g and g builders and we are proud supporters of haverford west county of course here at pure west radio and it was a brilliant saturday evening for the bluebirds as they beat tns 2-1 at the bridge meadow cory shepherd gave haverford west county an 18th minute lead before blaine hudson equalized for the new saints on 51 minutes it went to 1-1 and you just wondered whether haverford west were going to run out of steam but they kept at it they stayed in the game and nicked the winning goal in the 73rd minute through Cameron Keach well Pure West Sports Bill Kahn was covering the game and afterwards he spoke to Wayne Jones who admitted it was all about taking that chance in the second half when it presented itself yeah you know I mean obviously this is the only chance I think we had second half to be fair but it's all about taking your chances. Mm. You know, we know that. They know that. We were lucky at times. Marty's pulled us out of it with some great saves, blocks on the line, bodies on the line, winning second phases. Outstanding. You know, I can't praise the players enough, Bill. Yeah, you haven't been a psychologist in an earlier life because the last time that Matthew, our goalkeeper there, played and started a game was in a New Saints when poor old youngster gave away a, a late goal, a soft goal, to lose the game. Tonight, magnificent. Outstanding. You know, him along with, obviously... You know, 15 other players, but I've got to say, you know, for me, I thought, you know, his character, you know, he got an 18 year old lad that was come in and absolutely used it today. Mm. He knew the mistake he made up in uh, TNS, part of his learning trade as such. 
he's come here today and he hasn't phased him one bit and for that I applaud him um, again you know likewise you Dan Summerfield I thought absolutely yeah switch switch sides blocked everything and I won't be surprised if he blocks my car in the car park that he's done today but <laughs> yeah and I mean another sort of great move of yours everyone's talking about new signing Jazz Richards being in midfield influential there yeah you put him to play right back against Chiselwich who to me is their danger man he's so quick on the left flank and he didn't really have a kick did he to be no. fair Jazz Richards blotted him out well the thing is we knew he's one of the he's the best winger in the league yeah fact oh, yeah. you know yeah. so we knew we had to nullify that we knew that we needed you know experience against it and look we're talking about a player like man Mark, Mark, you know Eddie and Hazard out of the yeah. Euros yeah. for Belgium oh, yeah. so you know again not blowing Jazz's trumpet but credit to him and all his experience paid today which he will do over the course of the remainder of the season yeah. but you know it's, it, this to me this wasn't the Jazz show today this was a, no, no, a show no, of no. a collective hard working yeah. honest group that you know wanted to take their chances up their game against the best in the league and we've yeah. done that and I think it's absolutely massive credit to them and some heroes up front Ben Fawcett and Dan Williams didn't stop running all night they must be absolutely shattered outstanding you know Ben to be fair you know it's, it's hard to play in that single role yeah. up there and he started three games in seven days and another know? kid and another kid local lad absolutely flying the flag for Pembrokeshire a credit to him and his family and like you said he's just getting better with time and games mm. as well so no like you said we go home tonight we'll have a nice little uh, relaxed little yeah. drink to enjoy and I think it's it's been a tough week you know we've had three games in seven days the players need to recover we train Monday night again it'll be a good recovery session and we regroup ready to go to the champions next week I mustn't keep too long but i got to say a measure of this sort of team at the moment now if you couldn't play two games on a trot with Sean Pemberton it would have been a disaster but that back three tonight again the, the middle three absolutely superb Sean came on at the end and sort of played his little part but those back three Ricky Watts tonight I thought his oh. tackling his late interventions Scott Tankop Alaric some lovely lovely tackles you must be chuffed with the way that really back proud. three is playing really proud you know I mean just unfortunate that Ali picked up a yellow card so I think he'll miss oh, that was Saturday. unfair they should show that on Scorio right. he didn't delay that throw in he only Mark yeah. Jones said he only just picked the ball up ok yeah yeah well, obviously, he's hit five yellow cards, so he'd be suspended for next week, which would be a... That's unfair for that one. It is, yeah, yeah, you know, but listen, at the end of the day, these boys deserve to have a couple of beers tonight in their home, comfort to their own home, enjoy, yes. relax, and, yeah. and they've earned that. And like you say, it's nice to pick up uh, the papers tomorrow and, and, and see. Tell but, the truth, you won't sleep tonight. No, I didn't sleep last night, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. No, I'm going to put you on the spot. No, I'm gonna, yeah. i got to let you go, but uh, I... I, I thought I'd give it to Matthew the goalkeeper man of, our man the match on, on uh, a Pembrokeshire sport yeah. and then I think Ricky Watts got tank on come on tell us off the off record who do you think was man of match tonight Dan Summerfield Dan Summerfield right? I thought he stopped every cross okay. coming in well I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit on the fence tonight and say yeah. Wayne Jones is man of the match <laughs> Wayne thanks for talking thank you Bill yeah. congratulations thank you well, that's the manager of Haverford West County, Wayne Jones, talking to Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn after the game on Saturday that Haverford West won 2-1 against TNS. And earlier on today, I managed to catch up with the chairman of the Bluebirds, Rob Edwards, to see how he was feeling after what was an amazing performance by the side. Oh, definitely. It was massive. I mean, we were all through, through sort of coaches groups on WhatsApp and Looking through social media, it all went all went crazy. So uh, it was a, it was a massive performance from everyone. I mean, we were we were talking between us sort of over the weekend. I mean, who was who was the standout player, and we kind of all picked one. But then by the end, we we ended up just just raving about all eleven. There wasn't there wasn't a, there wasn't a, anyone that was below. I don't think a nine point five out of ten. And in the style we play, um, everyone has to be extremely disciplined and 
to a man they stuck to their task there was crunching tackles there was heads in there was last minute ditch ditch tackles not not that we were I don't think we were massively under pressure I think they had a lot of the ball but they didn't actually penetrate this too much and the times they did it was either a, a great great piece of defending or, or goalkeeping to uh to keep them at bay and we were we were clinical we broke we broke fluidly and and we were just very effective when we went forward. And every time we got forward, we looked like we were going to cause them problems, which against the full-time side, I think they've won the title nine times in the last 10 years, easily won, easily the best footballing team in, in the league. And to, uh, to to beat them with tactics that you've been working on for a long time, was particularly with the coaching staff, it's a, a massive job well done. But yeah, just a massive boost for, for the club. And, and justice really from... From the game we played up against TNS, in which we were we were outstanding again, and, and to be to be pipped with a with a, with a mm. mistake at the last minute was 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 gut wrenching. And from the lows that we had on that day, we've easily been topped by by the highs of the weekend. So yeah, we're buzzing. I think we, we've spoken a few times now, and, and one of the things you're trying to do is really raise the profile of Haverford West County uh, and do things professionally and get people to view the club in, in through that context. And I think to win a game like that on the TV as well. Um, first win over TNS, you, you said to me, in 17 years. That just all helps, doesn't it? Massively. And, and he, we're fortunate each time we've been on TV, we've been given some good coverage. We've always put on a show. I mean, Newtown, first home game of the season, obviously a bit of nerves around playing against a season pro. We, we weren't at our best, but we managed to scrape a 2-2 scrape a draw. But the, the games we've been on against since then, TNS, Baller and, and TNS again, we've just... We've shown what, everyone what we're about. We want to play football the right way. We've got a lot of young, hungry footballers who are improving. And I think you can see that by the performance yet on Saturday, the maturity of the team, not in not in years, but in terms of their their attitude and, and the way that they followed instructions and just did everything that was asked of them. Um, I think it shows how much we've we've come on over that last over that last period. But no, we're we're fortunate to have have good coverage on, on TV and we've we've not let anyone down since being on there. And yeah, the the feedback we've had from from social media and messages from from other chairmen and people involved in other other clubs. I know Wolves has had messages from other other mm. coaches and managers in the league. There's nothing better than than people, sort of your peers and people in the same business as you, whether it's anything football or outside. To to be told that you're doing a good job is is really flattering, really, and it's pleasing. And they they all fully deserve it. They've been fantastic all season, and particularly over the last sort of seven eight. I think I've got 16 points from eight games, which is. Yeah which is a huge form for a team that's just come up, particularly with the run of games that we've had. I think a word for the management team as well, um, Rob, because it, it can't have been easy to, to keep players interested, focused during the fact we've had the, the COVID regulations. And actually, it's testimony to them that they were so well organised against TNS when it really mattered. They're doing a good job. Amazing job. I mean, we've... We're not we're not big spenders in the league. We've got a lot of young players, as I said. There's mm. people inexperienced at this level. Um and we've shown that with with the odd bad performance, but as I've, as I said in a few interviews, each time we have a we have a negative result or a bad performance, we come back mm. we come back strong. So Tuesday night was a poor performance against Aberystwyth. They were better than us all everywhere, more more up for it in, in in every sense. But it's not just a case of keeping them focused and and positive during the breaks. I mean, picking them up after such such poor performances or poor results. Is also a testament to to how well they're doing and, and the man managing man management style. And you could see on Saturday they would run through brick walls for for Wayne and the team. It was uh, put their bodies on the line. Curtis Reed's got one in the face. I think they'd have had to take me off on a stretcher if that. Hit me, but he was up in 
15 seconds and, and putting in a crunching tackle straight afterwards. So, yeah, they've, they've done a great job fitness-wise, keeping keeping players at, at best condition we can. Obviously, one or two one or two injuries, which is um, which has not been good for us, particularly with key players. But um, yeah, the players that have been on the pitch have been have been fit and, and and raring to go. And yeah, each time I think we've not lost two in a row since our third and fourth game of the season. Um, since then, we've we've picked up positive results off the back of negative ones. So, it shows a lot for the coaching team to to pick them up and get them refocused after after poor poor efforts. But um, also the players that they they've got the ability to to put that behind them and, and push on. And we're going to need that because look, we're we're still not thinking too much about top six. But look, if we get in there, we're going to be playing the best five teams in the league over the next 10 over the next 10 matches which yep. is going to be great for us because obviously we know where we we stand in terms of survival but also it gets to to push them against these teams again and hopefully we'll meet TNS twice again this season and we'll, we'll continue to to remind them that we uh, that we mean business <laughs> but no we don't want to get ahead of ourselves but um playing against these teams with this exposure they've they've certainly got the the personalities to rise to it which is uh which is which is such a positive thing and that's the chairman of Haverford West County Rob Edwards speaking to me earlier on today, reflecting on that fantastic win for the Bluebirds against TNS. More still to come, actually, from the game. Bill Kahn spoke to uh, Jack Wilson, 19-year-old from Haken, who's recovering from injury. We'll hear that interview in a few moments. And we'll also hear from the owner of TNS about how they've worked their way through to qualify for European competitions for over 20 seasons running. He's a real character. We'll hear that interview as well in the next 15 minutes or so, right here on Pure West Radio. This now, though, is The Beatles, and I feel fine. Baby's good to me, you know she's happy as can be, you know she said so.
Well, it's Monday evening and it's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Really good to hear from Wayne Jones talking after that win for Haverford West against TNS and also the chairman, Rob Edwards, joining us as well this Monday evening. And Bill Kahn was covering the game on the Bridge Meadow and one person who unfortunately wasn't involved as he continues to recover from a cruciate injury was 19-year-old Jack Wilson. But Bill managed to catch up with him to find out how his recovery is going. Better as the weeks go by, doing a lot of physio, trying to get back as soon as possible. But obviously, in my management as well, I don't want to rush it and be, become more injured over the years. I'm very impressed that um, Aiken United boy being very sensible. Yeah, first time in a long while. Jack, you, you did this a, a while ago. Tell us a bit about how it came, how it came uh, about. It was just, I was in training and I think I stretched the ball and I fell on, I fell forward, so my, I sat on my knee. And I didn't really think anything of it. I trained on it for the rest of the night. And it comes to the Wednesday and it had swollen up. And I thought I could come here and maybe run on it, take a couple of painkillers and thinking yeah. I can get through it. But it swelled up, it swelled up and it kept going and it was stiffening the movement. So I knew then, I told Wolves at the start, like, it's just not, it's not good, it's not going to be good. So you you had gone to Barry hoping that you could get a start, I suppose? Yeah, I, I, was, I, was played, I played five minutes in the game, but it was just never, it, was, it wasn't wasn't going to happen that day. No, well, good job you came off when you did. Because yeah. what was the damage, Jack? What did they uh, diagnose it as? Unfortunately, I snapped my PCL in the back of my knee. Yeah. So That's a cruciate ligament. Yeah, yeah so it's yeah. one that stops your femur from yeah. moving backwards from, yeah. yeah. It's a long way back, but the only consolation is you're a youngster and you can certainly get overcome that and uh, and do well, I'm sure. So you've got a, a while off. What's the prognosis, the diagnosis? What they what have they said you can now expect now? It was thinking three months at the time, which was back start of February, uh, seen physio two weeks ago and we're, we're getting the ball running now, we're starting to bring back football related exercises just instead of strength and conditioning, so we're looking to probably get back in six weeks at the moment, Good. looking at mid-April. That's great, it's nice to see you today, I mean you're still with the boys, you're there in yeah. the training, encouraging and, oh, the boys and pushing good, them. Good bunch of boys, so yeah, it's good to brilliant. be, be around them. It's and great to have that team spirit, isn't it? Yeah, so when you're a bit gutted about football, it's nice to come around and have a, have yeah, a chat with the right. boys. Yeah. yeah, so you you started sort of the physio and things like that, have they sort of told you when you can start doing light running or jogging? Well, or? I'm, today I've been running and like since... Before I even like, we stopped for the break of COVID. Obviously, the government rules come in and they said no football. So we had like a six, seven week break, and I didn't run for about three weeks. And I thought I might give it a go. Mm. And I was getting back, and I was probably the fittest I've been this season, mm. running my best 5Ks, 7.5Ks. And it just come back training, and it was just a slight movement, and I dropped to the floor, and that's when I'm, I had to go for the yeah, MRI. You're only in it, but no, I mean, are you still a teenager or just 20? Yeah, I know you're not. Just, just, I got my birthday's next month, so I don't want to hear, I don't wanna hear that 20 so, word just no, yet. You're, hey, no, you just think next week I'm 74. Don't worry about <laughs> things like that. So tell me, um, you know, when you started the season, you know, you were Jack Wilson, a youngster from Hagen, who just started to break in here. Did you ever dream you'd have the sort of success you've had so far? No, um, it's been nice, because obviously, you know the cameras are here some games so you know that you have to step up and show what you can do and fortunately this season I have shown what I am capable of mm. obviously it didn't go great for me in the first couple of years I've been here fitness wise and then maybe technical ability wise so I've gone away I've worked on both of them and I've come back to be who I am this season at the moment Would you take offence if I said from my point of view as a former teacher you've grown up in football you're, no. a, you're a fella now not a I'm... talented youngster <laughs> who could be known for spitting the, the, the oh, dummy I, yeah, I'll, I'll say that to anyone yeah. that knows me I, yeah. I spit the dummy a lot but fortunately this year I've, I've tried to calm down I've sorted my head that. out a bit yeah. 
and I, I just got to play football for fun not I obviously it's all about the winning but if you're not having fun there's no point in really playing football I mean some of the goals you've scored and you've been on Scorio they've been featured in the sort of goals of the day you've been people are starting to talk about um, you as a pro- possible prospect for moving on ahead I've heard them in Scorio alongside us yeah. say you're someone to watch you must be chuffed with that yes nice I know I know I have the, the potential to obviously maybe go and sign like a pro contract at a football team yeah. so I know I can do it I think maybe because obviously I work and stuff at the moment it's a bit harder yeah. and it's a bit harder to try try and commit to football but hopefully next year I can either commit to football fully and maybe go pro I mean you have to say Scorio gives a perfect platform for people to watch you they look you on telly and they you know you're in the headlines they're showing you a goal at the start of this the yeah. program. it must be great for that it's good because you get to see so people who have like who don't really watch and don't really know a lot about mm. the league get to see it and it's televised so even people are like my friends mums and dads who never watch football in their lives mm. are saying oh we watched it on the TV last week it was that's amazing right. yeah, so good. it's nice to see myself on the TV yeah, and good. all the other well listen I, well. I've taken great pleasure in seeing you and all I can see I hope you're back soon because we miss you so do I. and thanks for talking to us Cheers. on Pure West Radio thank you that's Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn, who covered the game, talking to Jack Wilson as Haverford West County beat TNS 2-1 on Saturday. And we're going to round off our coverage of the game uh, right here on Pure West Sport in just a few moments, because Bill also spoke to the owner of TNS. And it kind of put into perspective just what a good win it was for the Bluebirds at the weekend. So you'll hear that interview in just a few moments' time. That's after Lady Gaga on Pure West Radio for Monday evening.
Gaga and Bad Romance on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sport with GMG Builders. Find out more, of course, at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Before eight o'clock, we will be reflecting on why almost a year has passed since we last saw any competitive rugby, really, in the county. And we'll be hearing from Fraser Watson and Gareth Schofield before eight o'clock. After eight, we're live on the Facebook page. You can get involved. We'll be looking back on the Six Nations weekend and looking forward, of course, to Wales against France. Eight o'clock this coming Saturday. What an occasion it could be. We'll get the thoughts of Gordon Fraser and Bill after eight o'clock. And our special guest this evening is... Wales international footballer Angharad James from Pembrokeshire. Really looking forward to talking to Angharad. Capped more than 80 times by Wales. She'll be with us after 8 o'clock. But let's just finish off our coverage of that thrilling win for Haverford West County. 2-1 against TNS on the Bridge Meadow. And Pure West Sports' Bill Khan actually caught up with the owner of TNS. They're a club that have really set the standard in the Cymru Premier League for a number of years. In fact, Bill began by asking Mike Harris just how many years now they've been involved in European competition for. We get into Europe this year, it'll be 21 what? consistent years. <laughs> I'm which, sorry. You know, no, it's OK, not at all. And um, uh, I'm not a great one for stats, I do try and remember, but I, I, I know the first time, it wasn't the first time we went to Europe, but but um, prior to my involvement, they got in around 96, 97. Mm. But um, since our involvement, uh, about 98, we got in the second year um, of being involved and we've been in ever since. So. I mean, it must have been an exciting journey for you because I remember going through to Conroy to a nursery I like there and to the RSPB place and I saw Sand Sand Fright Ground. So, of course, I had to go in and look because I'm a keen sports yes. person. And I looked and I thought, blimey, how can these be TNS now, not Sand Sand Fright? How can they be so high? This there's hardly anything here. It's a tiny little ground, you know. Take us on from that. Well, what a, I got involved with, with Lance and Fried. It was a village club. Yeah. Um, successful before I got there, in all yes. fairness. You know, Mike Hughes sadly passed away now, but he, he put all life's energy into into it, along with Edgar and uh, uh, a couple of other guys. And and they asked me to come along for the journey. They were prepared to let us change their name to, the, mm. to my company's name at the time. And uh, so I've, you know, I've got a lot of affection the club and uh, what I uh, as I've got more and more involved within the club I realized there was a great opportunity within Welsh football and I also like the dream yeah it just it, it, by doing what we've done so far it shows that you can have a football club yes in any village anywhere and, it can and you can go through the pyramid system and get to the very top yeah Rob Edwards keeps saying to me what interested him here was as a club we have a one in four one in three chance at home, one in four literally, of reaching Europe that wouldn't happen in England for example no so you it. took ticks on then so you went you became TNS yeah, well, solutions, solutions, solutions which um, then we um, uh, Oswald Street Town became um, financially which we looked to merge the two clubs and I paid off their debts um, obviously our ground at Lands and Fried was impossible to develop yeah, the new yeah. re- regulations were coming in they gave us 10 years yeah. but licensing was coming in and we looked every which way we could to re- remain in Lands and Fried and it was a hard decision for the, the local people but we would have had to have been relegated yeah. there is no way that the ground that we had as a, as a, as a council owned ground that we could um, uh, develop it. It hadn't got the space, it hadn't got the the ability to do it. So uh, 
luckily, fortunate enough, Paul Hall, Hall yeah. came, came along to us, so we invested into the ground there. And uh, it's um, one where, um, from there, we created what I think is a leisure complex, yeah, which, which brings football, not just to the first team, but we, we've got ladies, we've got old people, we've got veterans, we've got... You were looking at me when you said that. <laughs> I think of myself there, you know, but, but you know, we, we, we've, we've placed ourselves as, as a facility for the community, mm. along with setting up our own charity as well, which, which is there for the local community, for kids and uh, disabled people, Chris, whatever. Yeah. We, we, you know, we want to try and make a difference using football as the vehicle for doing that. But obviously our, our primary and main ambition is obviously to promote Welsh football oh, and, you and do that. take it's it to work. a level yeah. that it's never been before. And uh, you know, it's, a lot of people complain, oh, the public don't believe it. I said, it's not down to the public to say we believe in it. Mm. We have to show them that we've got a product that is worthwhile them saying yeah, it's here. We can, we can afford to um, pledge our support and allegiance to teams from playing the principality. But it's far too easy for people going, that's not, I've gone sports for a team that's in England. You know, and, and it, it, it means that as a nation, we aren't moving forward. Well, really interesting to hear about how TNS have developed into such a force in the Cymru Premier League. And it just puts that win in perspective, doesn't it, for Haverford West County. Next up for the Bluebirds this coming Saturday, it's a 2.30 start and they're away to Connors Key Nomads. And they'll take loads of confidence from that excellent performance on Saturday. We'll get more comment from Bill Gordon and Fraser about that live on the Facebook page after eight. And you can join in as well. And we're talking rugby next on Pure West Sport. <laughs> Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. Do you dream of being out on the road, taking in the sights and sounds of Pembrokeshire? Thanks to Fast Track Driving School, I'm free to venture around the county, and now it's your turn. Fast Track is a triple award-winning driving school covering Pembrokeshire, Carmarthen, Cardigan and Llanelli. If you fancy a change of career in 2021, they are also instructor trainers. They even run driving lessons for those as young as 14. Want to learn something new in the new year? Fast Track it. On Facebook at Fast Track Driving School or call on 0333-772-0801. See you on the road. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com. 
follow Pure West Radio on Instagram at Pure West Radio. Radio for Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sport with G&G Builders, the Wales Football International from Pembrokeshire. And Harrod James is our special guest live on the Facebook page after eight o'clock on Pure West Radio. You can get involved as well. But Fraser Watson has been looking this week into the gap we've had in playing rugby matches in Pembrokeshire. And time has gone on since the last time competitive rugby took place in the county. Well, it's just been just on from a year now since we had a much anticipated rugby union occasion in Pembrokeshire with the Pembrokeshire county side reforming to play Valero refinery team at Pembroke Dock and and it turned out to be a huge day and a big crowd as well little did we know at the time it was the last bit of rugby we'd get for for well over a year but um, the organizer of that day was Gareth Scurfield who put so much into it and did a fantastic job and I'm delighted to say Gareth joins me now Gareth is it always almost surreal looking back it was a lot of memories being passed about on Facebook and so on this week of memories of that day and that was literally the last time many of us had any kind of involvement with the game of rugby yeah it was a it was a cracking occasion for more more than one reason really it was um, obviously the the first one being for my nephew Owen who were uh, a fantastic uh, turnout made, you know we made some money towards his uh, health for the future and then obviously secondly creating the game you know it's um, getting Pembrokeshire rugby back on the map getting the county back up and running. And obviously the main figure of the day was Owen and there was an overriding cause to everything that went on. But in terms of the actual rugby itself, you must have taken a lot of pride in the way that it turned out because 
you know, there have been half-hearted attempts to, to resurrect the Pembrokeshire side this past decade. They haven't come off. And yet this was an occasion, I know it myself, I was in that Pembrokeshire change room where it meant a lot to the players involved. And especially those of us who, who hadn't had the chance to represent Pembrokeshire through no fault of our own. And, and this was finally a chance to do it. It meant a lot to us. And it was a game we didn't want to lose. And, and you must have been pleased with the way we, the rugby turned out because it was a high-quality game between two high-quality teams in the end, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, I, I don't think I'm speaking on my own here when they say, you know, we're probably much a standard of, of Division One. I, th- I think everyone was uh, shocked at the standard that w- was produced on the day. And it was really good to show how good Premiership Rugby really is. And also um, the physicality and intensity, wasn't it? It's both teams, it seemed to mean a lot, didn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, and I, I think whenever you represent your county, you know, it's uh, it's quite achievement anyway. So I think boys put on a performance for the county and also the lads from Valera, they, they had a lot of support with um, the guys and girls coming from Valera to watch, watch the game. And I think, like, like we said earlier, you know, I think we were all shocked it wasn't just a fundraiser. The, the, the game was, you know, a commitment to watch yourself on the floor. I remember that bit. Obviously, all, all future rugby plans currently on hold at the moment. And, and unfortunately for you guys, you haven't had a chance to build on that day you did. But I'm intrigued to know now, is this county side, is something you look to do again in the future? Oh, absolutely. You know, it was um, it was a big thing for myself playing for the county as a player. Play for the county is an honour anyway. And if, if I can give something back, it would definitely be to keep the county running. Hopefully the future will be bright for, for county rugby, not just in... In Pembrokeshire, but through through the whole whole of Wales, that's that's what my plan would be. You know, that's where I'd like to go. I'd like to get the county cups back up and running. You know, that's obviously a, a bigger picture. But if we can get a, you know these games in and curate county matches and get people, you know, showing how good they are playing for a different side as well as their club. Obviously, one of the key components that day as well is that you made sure that a strong side was there to represent the county, but one that was also involved all clubs from within the county, wasn't it? And that also helped the crowd, I think. It ensured there was a following from boys who were coming up from every club because they all had mates involved. Is that something you look to continue as well, to, to ensure that it will be a sort of equal representation, but at the same time, a competitive side as well? Oh, 100%. You know, I spoke to Freeman Braun about this before we started the actual arrangement for the game we just played last year. I think it's vitally important that you include all clubs in, in the county, that's one thing that's been missing for a while. We don't just focus on one club. I think that it goes to show how much talent we have around the county. And it wasn't just just on the game itself. The, the amount of people that contacted me after and asked, could they be part of the next next game? And it goes to show that the interest is still there to play county rugby, which is, you know, a, a very very strong opinion by all. Really, it's, it's, it's good to see. And it's a character, isn't it? It's a character for those clubs who maybe struggling who, who have had difficult seasons their players may feel they've got nothing to play for but in fact suddenly there will be something to play for because you can be seventh in division three west speaking from experience towards an end of the season not not, not much to gain in, in terms of the last few games but then if there is that carrot so to speak to represent a higher level players are going to keep playing keep wanting to perform aren't they oh 100 like i always think playing with, with players from a higher standard brings it brings up the playing yourself too you know it, it shows what I'd like to see really is is bringing on like sides from Division Three to play with mm. sides from Division One as a constant thing throughout the season, even if it's in midweek games. I think it'll just develop the club side as well as themselves by playing a side standard rugby week in week out. It's something I'd I'd love to see. 
I think if we can arrange that somehow, I think it would help all clubs around Pembrokeshire. Certainly, well, it'd be great to have the first step back with it with that game that we had last March, and we all hope we can continue in the future. It was a fantastic occasion. But to, just coming away from that now, Gareth, to finish on this note, obviously you're a big rugby man yourself, with playing, watching, coaching, whatever over the years. How much have you missed it throughout what has been this strange just for twelve months? Oh, it's, it is a, it's a strange time, you know. It's, I, I think Saturdays are booked on most people's calendars for the social side and, and reminiscing the good old times uh, as an ex-player. I certainly think it's missed. It's something I think when it does come back, I think it'll come back stronger. You know, I think we'll get more involvement from people that have missed it. Um, and hopefully, you know, they bring families around and how it used to be really, watching your dad or, you know, your brothers all playing and you get involved yourself. We certainly hope so, don't we? You know, and, and that, that is the one hope we can come out of this hopefully a little bit stronger and maybe with energy a little more renewed, isn't it? But um, well, thank you very much for your time, Gareth. It is great to see you. Well done again for the occasion we put on last year. We hope to see more in the future. I know you're busy at the moment on a shutdown. You've got another Valero 12-hour shift coming up, so appreciate you taking the time to talk. Yeah, you're welcome. Cheers, Fraser. And that's Fraser Watson talking to Gareth Schofield. And it's going to be good, isn't it, when we do get rugby back in the county and hopefully some normality not too far away. This is Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. It's Pure West Sport. I'll be joined by Fraser Bill and Gordon after eight o'clock and we're live on the Facebook page. That's all to come. You can get involved as well after the latest news for Pembrokeshire at eight o'clock on Pure West Radio. From Tempe to Tears Cross. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. 11 new cases of coronavirus have been